Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing for. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you. And you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees for sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for, well, sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline covers awards, TV shows, and even reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys. Welcome to our Pit Panther Rants and our Sports Rants podcast. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Take a seat. It's Alon Harris here. Well, in terms of the sports world, not much really else going on. I mean, I mean, there's college basketball, of course. I mean, NBA. I mean, I'm witnessing. I mean, down here in Houston. It's been an absolute, I don't know, I guess you'd say a, um, dumpster fire, because let's see, the Rockets, before their season began, they lose James Harden, and, well, they had to trade him, obviously, and it's just, you know, it's been a disaster for them, I mean, they're, they've, they've lost 10 straight, and their season's going on a big skid now, and they released Boogie Cousins, who I thought was looking really good, and I guess I'm not sure why they got rid of him. They could probably sure use him right now. I mean, they're, they're probably going small because the season's been a disaster. Kind of feel bad for John Wall because he's gone from one one disaster in Washington to another. And plus he's been injured, and, you know, he's been dealing with that. Now, Astros, they've lost some players. And now they have, and the te- you know, the Texans obviously has been bad because, well, you know, last year they were up big on Kansas City, then can't, and they have that gigantic meltdown. They trade DeAndre Hopkins. He's rid of. I don't know for what reason we got they got rid of for David Johnson. And some picks, they just didn't think he was going to be the player that he, you know that he was. Maybe maybe not under the under the Texans. 
you know, umbrella, but he did pretty well for Arizona. Although it's not really braggable because he did put up a good stats, but they still didn't make the playoffs. I mean, they had a, I don't get it. They had a pretty loaded team, Arizona, and they still couldn't make the playoffs. I don't know. But now Deshaun Watson wants out, and people are necessarily crying foul over this. Well, some people are. I mean, J.J. Watt got released, and people said, well, you know, J.J. got his way, but what about Deshaun? Well, J.J. was in his final year of his contract, and the Texans can release him without, you know, no problem. Well, they technically could have traded him if they wanted to, but... They were at least so he can go find and find a team. I guess out of respect, and not to mention that they really weren't going to get a whole lot for him. Although some people also, although some many people say they would, but they 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 really weren't going to get anything for him. What they wanted. So that's done, and of course. Deshaun Watson, before the season began, signed a four-year contract, four years, $160 million. So he just signed an extension, and he's a franchise quarterback. You can't just release your franchise quarterback. You gotta keep. You gotta do what you best. Do what you can to keep him. Unfortunately, the Texans have explored all those avenues, and well, he doesn't want to stay. So. They got to trade him, so I think eventually he'll be traded, but it's going to take time. So, I mean, I know people complain about this, but he signed a contract. Contracts are contracts. I mean, now if I was, and if, I mean, if the players don't want contracts anymore, I mean, I'm sure the NFL owners could do something where. They eliminate contracts and just pay them a livable, a livable wage. Make them wage workers. I mean, that sounds, well, I mean, that sounds a bit extreme, but the thing is, is the NFLPA, there's an article I just saw about how pretty much they got walked all over by, by, the, by the owners and in the last CBA. And that's been kind of the, uh, the, the norm for um, this whole thing where the players associate union they don't seem to have the backbone to bow the owners because you got a lot of players who can't live, you know, who can't go with who who can't go without their paycheck. They need it, you know. They need their money, and so when you have a lot of players like that, well, you're you know, you're between a rock and a hard place, and so you don't have much, you know, leverage to you know you don't have much leverage to to um to deal with. So I don't know. You know, I I know I know that the I know the the, um, the NFL players want their league to be like the NBA, where it's basically a player-run league, where you know you have players that can they're they're allowed to go wherever they want and play with whoever they want now these days. And you know, it's going to take a front to happen. It's going to take a whole lot to do. For one thing, the players' union has to have leverage, and they don't. NBA they have, NBA they have plenty of leverage now. I mean it's pre even. But anyways, yeah, that's what they're dealing with in Houston. Now let's get to some pit some pit stuff. Um, 
after I record my last podcast, um, we had another per- person leave the program. Pit basketball, that is. Audie's Tony left. So now, in a matter of a year, we lose Trey McGowan's, Xavier Johnson, Audie's Tony, and, a, and Noah Collier. Actually, I take that back. That wasn't uh, not, that wasn't Noah Collier. That was John Hewley, is the guy we lost. So John Hewley, I, I got I got their names mixed up. But my apologies. Uh, John Hewley, Audie's Tony, Xavier Johnson, Trey McGowan's. So Pitt, in a matter of about a year, has lost an entire recruiting class. So. From a team that, you know, was on the bubble after the whatever Duke, this whole season has just been, well, you know, this whole rest of the season has been a disaster. And they, I mean, they've lost a bunch of close games. I mean, one thing that's been an issue with Pitt, I mean, I was reading Alan Saunders' article at Pittsburgh Sports Now. He talks about the lack of discipline, one of the most frustrating things of Pitt's slide. They keep getting, you know, they keep taking technicals. They're not getting back on defense. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fundamental, you know, technicals, dumb fouls, and just, you know, they're not doing what, I mean, there's a lot of fundamentals they're not doing. I mean, technicals, um, jarring with the referees. I mean, you, you can't, you know, you can't, fight with the referees. I mean, you got to let the coaches fight with the referees. You can't, as players, you can't, because the referees are just going to throw you out no matter what or give you more technicals, more whatever. They're going to be, I mean, if you're going to insult the refs or do whatever, they're going to just be, the refs are going to be even bigger dickheads and and they're just going to, you know, give you, you know, not give you the calls. They're just going to be, you know, total assholes to you. But Pitt, you know, despite being shorthanded, you know, yesterday they fought back. It just, well, obviously it wasn't, um, it just wasn't good enough. I mean, NC State isn't really that great of a team, but I really don't think they are. And their football team isn't great either, but, you know, we for some reason we can't just, we can't beat them. I don't know what the, why we can't beat them. It's the weirdest freaking thing. It's like it's like they've replaced UConn as the as the goddamn Achilles heel. And I heard supposedly Pitt football has has scheduled UConn, which I'm not sure if Pat Narduzzi knows the history behind all this. But I you know I really would not want to play UConn in anything right now, especially football, because we all we always find we always found some creative way to lose to him in football. I mean Pitt's top scorers Femi Okudel, 18 points. Uh, Justin Champagne, 15 points, 12 rebounds, double-double. You know, first half, I mean, they didn't, obviously, didn't show that great. I mean, first half, they shot, you know, total field goals, they shot, I mean, 23% from the floor, and you're not going to win a lot of games like that. You know, overall, NC State shot better, and that's what happens. And, of course, they turned the ball over less than Pitt did. 
So if you're hitting your shots, turn the ball over less. But Pitt, you know, on the re- on the rebounding side, I mean, they dominate on rebounds, so at least they won one battle. But I'm not sure if looking at the rest of Pitt's schedule, they got Wake tomorrow. If that happens, you never know. And then they have Clemson, so they have two games to close out. I mean, they can – right now, they sit at 9-10 and 10 overall – Five and nine in conference. They're not gonna have a winning record in conference. They could go over five. They have a chance to go over five hundred, but I'm not really looking at it right. You know, looking you know too much. They they've been on a major skid. And of course, they lost to St. Francis to start the season. And speaking of um, Jamie Dixon, well, here's this. Let's play it again. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. No, I did take some heat for that, for that clip. I just basically, Pip, Pip Booster's approaching Jamie Dixon. And I took some heat for it from some people because people said, well, Jamie, yeah, he's technically, he's really blowing up, you know, at, at TCU. And hey, yeah, I understand. But I mean, he um, obviously didn't make any, you know, he's made a tournament once with TCU. I mean, that program hasn't been really that great of a hoops program for a long time. I mean, I've said in that gymnasium that he, that TCU plays in, and it was basically, I mean, it's basically a glorified high school gymnasium. I mean, they've, they've made updates. They've given Jamie pretty much the keys to the whole shebang to do whatever. I mean, Jamie did have some success early. He almost made a tournament a bunch of times, but he's only made it once. His conference record isn't that good. I mean, this year he's. I mean, TCU's twelve and ten. They're five and eight in conference this year. And he lost an entire recruiting. I mean, he did lose an entire recruiting class, just like Pitt did. Would things be better under Jamie right now? Probably. Would we be making the tournament every year? Probably not. I don't think we would ever have recaptured the magic that we'd have from two thousand two to from the you know from when he started from two thousand two or two thousand three two thousand four to all the way up to the um, the Butler game. I don't think we've had we would have had that whole magic, but I think we would have been you know. Least competitive, we probably wouldn't make the tournament every year, but we would at least made it every other year. I mean, obviously, the program wouldn't be much of a shit show as it is now because, well, we let him go to TCU. I mean, he was probably at the door anyway. Then he, um, you know, we replaced him with Kevin Stallings and. To his credit, I mean, he did recruit Marcus Carr and Parker Stewart. Those were two borderline NBA prospects. Although with Parker now, I'm not sure. He hasn't really played much for Indiana this year. And, you know, he he 
for you know this past you know not too long ago he lost his dad to COVID, and he transferred. So he he left the you know he played for his dad. So he went from a you know he loses his dad. He was playing for his dad, and then he then transfers. So I'm sure he's probably still mourning the you know loss of his dad. I mean that's when you lose you know when you have that type of a loss. I mean that's it's hard. So I mean even. Um, You know, it's hard to get acclimated. But, you know, looking... One thing I did post on Twitter, and I forgot to mention it, was supposedly their St. Tony was hurt in a, non -ba in a non basketball incident. Supposedly a car accident with someone drinking. In addition, Tony was hooking with Justin's ex-girlfriend, and Justin wanted to beat him up and attempted to follow through. I'm not sure how true that is, but, you know, Justin was getting a lot of, you know, a lot of attention. He was very popular, very good player. I really hope this wasn't the case where you know, you have jealous players because that just that just sucks. You, you hate to see it, but um, you know for Jeff Capel, I think you know if this is the case, if you're not getting through your players, I think he may need to get some himself some coaches or a coach that can get through these guys because he's it doesn't seem like he's able to or or recruit players that are that, that are gonna be be able to. He's he's going to be able to work with. Well, the thing is, just as long as they're good players, I mean, they're not going to be. You know, when you recruit talented players, you're going to have. If they, if they're all together, you're going. To, I mean, they got they got to work together to get along. I mean, you can have players, but if they don't play as a unit, then you're not going to win games. I don't know. But let me tell you guys about eBay sneakers. Whether a rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. It's also free to sell sneakers $100, plus $100 or more on eBay. Thanks to our authenticity guarantee, you get, in, you get, to, you get verified returns on the whole transaction worry-free. While their sites take more than 25%, you're going to get a lot more money for more sneakers. Also, guys, you know, the NCAA tournaments will be coming up. This is March. we got the NBA. we got the NHL. Better line covers everything. Even TV, even awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props of anything you can imagine. Head to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Well, guys, we'll probably close out this Monday because I got to get back to work. I've been up since 6. Well, actually, I've been up since 5, 5.30, and I've been podcasting now for a little bit. Actually, I've started working at 6 because this is report day for me because it's the first of the month, and they love their fucking reports. Um, pit basketball, we'll have to see what's going on here. I'm, I don't know. You know, I was you know when when this whole thing was going, I was wondering if Pat Narduzzi could sub subtweet Pat basketball players, do something to get the attention off Pit Hoops because it just I don't know what to do. But on the on a saw note, Pit Pit baseball's off to a nice start, and hopefully that you know gives us something to uh, you know be happy about. I don't know. All I know is it's gonna be another fun Friday, and it's eighty degrees in Houston. 
it was 80 degrees over the weekend. It was almost as if we never got snow. Oh, well. Have a great week, guys. Huddle Pit. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.